Hey everyone, it's Ix. Uh, so I just noticed that in literally every single episode we've ever recorded thus far, there's been a really weird audio glitch that's caused some, I don't know what else to call it, call it just noise in every episode. Uh, it, luckily, it's a pretty easy fix. So here's a re-upload of session 76 of 13th Age, and I'll be going back and removing the noise from every other episode since the, excuse me, before now as well. So yeah, enjoy. 10, 9, 8, 7, 6, 5, 4, 3, 2, nope, do the intro. Do, 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 do. Hey everybody, welcome back to Six Feet Under. Hey, last time on Let's Play the 13th Age, the Rogue Elements, our heroes confronted the Archmage, one of the 13 most important people in the known universe. He had just started off the conversation by implying that we had a job to do, and the many kind of just turned around and threw it right back in his face, implying that the perhaps the Archmage had a job to do instead. Isn't that right, the many? The Archmage turns to the many with confusion, a quizzical look in his eye, and he really says nothing, he just waits for the many to elaborate further. He's, you get the sense that in the many years that the Archmage has been on the planet, he has grown very used to people picking up on what he wants them to do without his needing to say so. Yep. says, please explain why I have a job to do. I'm already very busy, as you can probably tell. Probably both. The Archmage narrows his eyes and leans back in his chair and says, I, I believe I already told you that the best way to fill up your battery there is to return to your friends the elves at Bolt Strike Tower. As you've no doubt figured out on your own, that thing is an amalgam partially powered by the Three's magic, and lightning magic of the blue is what you need. I could replicate it. But why should I, when you have so freely a source available? I don't know what kind of charisma or intimidation check it would take to convince the Archmage of something, but probably a pretty good one. Stoic and distracted at the same time, the Archmage, even throughout this conversation, keeps turning back to his own viewing screens, making small adjustments, reaching his hand out towards them. You see small, miniature lightning bolts arc between the orbs in his hands as he makes corrections to situations in far-off places. But it seems like even as he gets invested in one, he becomes distracted by another and switches over to that. And you sense that if you wait too much longer, he might forget that you're all here entirely. You can presume that if you start to steal things, he'll probably notice you again. Have you ever put too many skeletons into one body, mint? Oh yeah, that's true. You do have the belt. You do have the belt. So it seems like the situation is as follows. Uh, you have a magical battery that needs recharging. Uh, the Archmage seems intent on not helping directly and just kind of giving you a vague hint and shooing you away. Uh, the Archmage also seems very distracted by any number of other things, and it's hard to tell if he's having any success in altering the situations therein. So it seems like the conflict here is that he does not care enough about you. Yeah, I like that. Uh, Mint, I think you're closest enough that you can kind of edge around to see over the Archmage's shoulder. Hi, Ironicus. What's up? We've evolved beyond you. Yeah, I, yeah, but I'm going to shift it over to you here in a second so that Nav can stop like being unconscious on the floor or whatever the hell just happened to Nav. Okay, so here's the situation. Uh, they're trying to get the Archmage to help them instead of just him shooing them off to get the help from Bolt Strike. And they... 
Mint had the idea that if they help the Archmage with something and save him a few valuable minutes, he might be willing to use those valuable minutes to recharge the battery now. Do over. Hey everybody, it's Ix. Uh, full disclosure, this is an April Fool's joke, and this is just 22 minutes of me talking with everybody else and all the silences in between everything I say edited out. So I guess enjoy is what I'm trying to say. Enjoy! This is episode 76 or 77, I forget. Well, they got this egg. You see, sir, my friends here have an egg. Oh, I'm just joshing you, you know, a little icon-to-icon -icon humor. <laughs> anyway, it's a magical battery and they, we would like some help charging it so we can power our moon rocket and get to the moon and recover the heart of the moon, thus adding it to our growing collection of artifacts needed to save the world. Does he have a, does he have a, does he have a bunch of orbs or viewing portals around him? 500? There are yet more portals. Let's, uh... Would it be fun to do a mini montage of everybody saying what they see in the portal nearest them? Hey, yeah, dude, you know I got this, my friend. Let's see here. So the one closest to Nav uh, is an underwater view. It's not of it's not of the underwater kingdom that is poised to invade the Earth, the land walkers, as you might expect. Instead, it seems like it's focused on a starfish, which is weird. Just one particular starfish that's like slowly eating the piece of coral that it's on and well okay maybe the starfish is a little bit creepier and then the longer i look at it okay the starfish is pretty messed up it's voraciously tearing apart this coral and it becomes obvious that this isn't a normal sized starfish this is a real giant starfish and oh no now it's splitting into two okay i can see why he had to focus on this one except hungry stars this is a hungry starfish you know, he's saying that, but I bet, I bet he, would, he just thinks it would be funny to play them against each other. I bet that was Lorette's big project that got her promoted. Uh, well, the more you focus on it, uh, you start to see little glimmers of other things being lit up by that blink. Uh, it takes a real long time, a whole lot of focusing that presumably the Archmage has already done, hence why the portal is, you know, open. But it looks like uh, the Darrow have started building their own digging machines going straight up. They're unscavating, un unscavating. Okay, we'll go with upscavating. And, and like they invented LEDs, also they invented long-lasting light bulb technology. And the Archmage is just really jealous. He won't admit it. He never will. And I have to edit this part out of the podcast. Ew. Ha ha. Ew. Ha ha. It's like a gross thing. That's also the same color. Hey Bella, what's in that portal? So Nav is quietly, having observed all these portals, being like slowly more and more disgusted at seeing how much the world is under direct control of some pompous old man. Uh, pretty sure the world would be absolutely fine. Things would work out if it wasn't for this dingus in his tower. But he's going to swallow his pride a little bit and just say to the others of his esteemed party, Hey, I, I think I have an idea. Uh, we, see all the, we see all this nonsense through these portals. Uh, maybe... If we can help this nice fellow out with those enough to build him up a minute of extra time, he'll be willing to just charge this thing up and we can get out of here. And that's not going to be easy. We're going to have to rack our brains and come up with knowledge that the Archmage doesn't have. And if there's one thing the Archmage is good at, it's spying. I know you can hear me, buddy, but it's cool. You're, you're way too busy to do anything about it. Anyway, that's the situation. Let's try to come up with things that the Archmage doesn't know to earn him a minute of extra time. Piecemeal, second by second, if necessary. I mean, you are your own persons. You can do whatever you want. That's not strictly advisable. But, the, you, but your backup plan is just stealing all the orbs. 
All right, noted. All right, okay. That's that second part of the statement clarifies what you're after a little bit more. Turn you into a pastry or something. That's what I'd do if I was the Archmage. Okay, while that great plan is happening, hey, Mince, um, come here, come here. <laughs> I'm just gonna, I'm just gonna kind of like rips him quiet the whole time, and then he suddenly belts that out, and he's like, oh, yeah, okay, that's pretty good. I'm gonna drag, I'm, well, not really drag, I'm just gonna kind of shift Mint over in front of a portal that has all the data about the demons that's overlooking the great gold worm, and I'm gonna, yeah, like, you think you could fix this graph up any, you know? Like, I know you're pretty good with data, and, like, you know, I bet the Archmage has people who are pretty good with data too, whatever, but, like, you're really good with data, you know? I've seen you do things to a number that are frankly horrifying. I think with this particular portal, we could... Let's see, we could accomplish two tasks at once, if only there was some kind of colloquialism referring to that. Um, I think we could both can save the Archmage enough time for him to, re to refill our battery a bit, and also convince him that our overall mission to get to the moon is a little bit more important than he seems to think. Like, see here where it says within acceptable parameters? I think you and I both know that nothing is ever within acceptable parameters. Look, I don't even know what numbers are, so I'm going to leave this one to you. I'm just the ideas guy here. I mean, I'm a strict proponent of the idea that bigger is better. Or maybe you could just, like, refine his algorithm so that it's easier to calculate what the current danger quotient is so he doesn't have to devote as much attention to it or something, you know? All right. Well, all right. Well, all right. I guess it's, it's you've done it. Wait, I'm good. No, wait, I got that. I've got you. I'm here with you, man. Um, you... Here's the thing. We're going to start a company right here, right now. You're going to be you're going to be the engineer and I'm going to be the public relations guy. Let's shake hands on it. OK, here comes it's going to I think it's probably going to be a charisma role for me to convince the Archmage how great this new adaption is and how much time it's going to save him, which is probably going to end up being like 15 seconds. But, you know, that's a quarter of the way there. We got to We got to take it where we can. And um, I don't know what Mint's role would be, though. All right. Sounds like double charisma check time you would here we go here comes mine pr time 33 16 on the die 33 well first off i'm elbowing rip out of the way because he keeps trying to hand me a scorpion um i'm not trying to distract the archmage i'm trying to sell him on this i'm trying to yeah like the fiddly little details here are already being automatically handled in real time we figured that out just by looking at your Wonderful algorithm here on this screen. All you needed to know was whether or not things were going to go badly. That's it. You're the big picture guy, as you can see by all of these big pictures around you. And what my good my good friend, my beloved compatriot Mintz here and I have done is simplify your job by a thousand times. Hey, it's me, Ix, in real time again. Um, so you're about halfway through the file now. Uh, well done. Uh, I'm not really sure how you've made it this far, but you have if you're listening to this. So I guess I should reward that. Um, I'm trying to think of like a secret I could tell you or something like that. That would be fun. Um, tell you what, give me five minutes to think about it. Look at this. See this smiling face? Nav kisses his fingers like a chef. I am going to run your sad little business into the ground. I have some centipedes here, but because we're such good friends, I won't do it. That's okay. It's progress. You know, he's the ultimate multitasker. Hmm. Now his face is just like slowly elongating with displeasure. 
The Manny, please don't burn up my precious 10 seconds arguing with him. Oh, okay. Oh, shit. Oh my god, you're just gonna take over for like half of these stupid hands. Oh, that's genius. Hey, nice hands, dumbass. Oh, I thought you were gonna say like, you can't trust a physical hand to do a job, or a magical hand to do a job a physical hand could do 10 times better. Well, I mean, moon rockets are basically just fire pointed downwards, you know, printing presses like all those tiny little fiddly parts. And here I was thinking back to all my previous busy work experience and thinking constitution. Which I sorely lacked in those jobs, by the way. That's why I'm a podcaster now. I think, I think what, I think what we're, what? Because it's the Archmage. <laughs> yeah. We're kind of in a situation where, yeah, we're kind of in a situation where Nav is biting his tongue from disliking the Archmage, and the many is just not biting any tongue, even if they did have it. Just all out. How much time have we gained? Like 15, 20 seconds? Okay, we, we're like a third of the way there. Come on, everybody, put your brains together, and then take your brains apart, and think about the problem in front of you. It's just Lorem Ipsum. He's cyberpunk as hell. Can I do a real quick sidebar? I, I just want a screwdriver, honestly. Keep it simple. Thank you. Um, so I really like, I really, really like that question from Draco. Like, how is he so magical? Like, I think a trap that it's really easy to fall into in fantasy games is kind of just, oh, this person's good at magic. They can do magic to do anything. And that's kind of, it's always kind of struck me as kind of boring. And like, just taking the extra t extra step to make sure and specify what kind of magic they do just makes them a whole lot more interesting. Like this Archmage is cool because he can tie, he's really good at long distance magic, essentially. And he's really good at using, yes, you can, he's really good at using, he's really good at using a ton of smaller spells simultaneously, as we can see from all the mage hands. Like, when he w when this guy was a wizard baby, like, the very first thing that he specialized in was casting a bunch of cantrips at once. That was his thing. And then it's just, you know, grown up with him. And I just think it's cool. So, hey, listener at home, if you're making a wizard character, but you feel like you're getting stuck, just being like, well, how do I make magic interesting? They can just do anything by casting a spell. Just think about what the very first spell that they ever specialized in was, you know? And, like, it's a lot easier for necromancers because it's obviously going to be necromancy. It's like, hey, what kind of undead did you summon? It's kind of, it, it's kind of halfway there. But anyway, yeah, that's my sidebar. The screwdriver was delicious. Thank you very much. Let's return to the game. Oh, what if like, what if like Scarlet can't see something in the grand network of how he's casting, but she can see something in like one particular tiny spell that he's casting? You know, maybe something like that. Just one small, some loving it. Hashtag loving it. What was the first spell that Scarlet ever specialized in? Mage Hand, no wonder you two are getting along so well. I like I like the idea that um, the Archmage is like, oh, Mage Hand, interesting, a Mage Hand specialist, just like me when I was a baby. A literal baby in a cradle, I mean. I mean, she's not as good as I was because I was just a baby, but hey, it's pretty good. Okay, let's get it. <laughs> Scarlet was in an egg or whatever. Well, it all comes down to this. Scarlet, was Scarlet in an egg or not? Okay, eggs it is. Okay, now, the egg actually. Okay, now, now Medibot was in the queue to say something about the same sidebar next, and then I'm going to get in line after him. Oh, okay. No wonder we went into business together. Yeah, so here's my next best idea. Nav is, like, standing in the corner of the room, chin on his hand. She's like, wait, staff, that thing he said earlier, staff, not enough, staff. And then he's going to look at the staff in his other hand and be like, <gasps> staff! And then he's going to run out of the room. And um, earlier he had said... 
he was using skeletons and Nav was a little like, gross, I bet he's using traditional necromancy where he just enslaves their souls. That's nasty. But now... Oh, good. You're back. Okay, I thought of a great secret that I can tell you. Ready? Ready? Really, really pay attention. This is a big, this is a doozy. Here, here it goes. I'm not a natural blonde. I'm, I'm not an unnatural blonde either. That was another April Fool's joke. Uh, it was a fit, bad fake secret is the joke. I, you know, I didn't say I was an expert in this. All I did for my first April Fool's joke was cut out a bunch of other audio. So, you know. Hey, catch me again in two minutes, okay? I can solve a whole lot of problems all at once, which has apparently become my forte today. Um, I'm going to head on down to where the skeletons are. Because I probably don't have much problem finding them, honestly. No, not yet. Oh, now she is. Taylor Swift, somewhere in the Empire, Taylor Swift was just born. And from, from, the, from the origins of this disastrous time of devils, no wonder Taylor Swift rose to be such a dwarven icon. Oh my god, the Prince of Shadows is a dwarf? Anyway, I'm heading down to the skeleton chamber, which I can probably recognize both from the necromantic tinge and because nobody else wants to go near it. Yeah, and I want to ritualize one of my spells, so this might take a little bit, so other people can do stuff meanwhile too, but um, I want to ritualize my spell, which I have renamed Locally Grown and Sourced, but in the source book is called The Bones Beneath, which is a spell you cast against a mook mob and then summon your own mooks using their bones. So I'm going to ritualize that. What I'm going to do is I'm going to, at once, I'm going to save these undead from their... Uh, you know, chains, basically, because most undead are not here by choice. I am going to redeem them because I have the redeemer talent. I, uh, it's the whole dang thing of being nav as a necromancer. And then I'm going to replace them with even more of my own skeleton workers, the nice little, nice little buddies from Necropolis. And let me tell you something. People who are here and don't have their souls enslaved are usually willing to work a lot harder. It's just kind of a thing, you know, human nature, dwarven nature, elven nature, etc. And I'm also going to use my uh, six Lich King icon die to make this ritual even better. So yeah, that's that's basically my plan here. I'm going to bolster his forces while at once redeeming this cluster of undead, which has be kind of kind of become Nav's ongoing side plot side mission. Oh, oh good, you made it. Listen, I'm running out of time. They're on to me. They know I cut them out of the episode, and they're pissed. I'm glad you could join me one last time, before I'm once again replaced by my identical twin, X. It's nice to just spend a moment contemplating. Here comes my role. It's going to be a Lich King check, or Lich King background, rather, and intelligence, which is my casting stat. Oh, I got a 12 on the die for a total of 30. Yeah, we're on the needle's edge here. Yeah, that's what I want think people to think of when they think of our podcast. I want them to think solid C-plus work. Nice, nice job, everybody. You can have an off-brand candy bar. Yeah, pretty much. Well, just wait for Margaret to roll in with a natural 20 in about 10 minutes here. It's probably hard to tell for the same reason. It's really hard to tell, like, where water comes into a river from. Like, water's water. Like, maybe it has a little bit more salt in it or something, but, you know, this is, it's water. Maybe someday in, like, the 18th or 19th age, there'll be some super smart 
some promising young teenage wizard who comes up with a way to like trace magic back. That would be cool. Hey, listeners, there's one for free for your one unique thing. God, conduit or conductor. Okay, so so this dude suddenly got a whole bunch more staff and a whole bunch more uh, magic. Anybody else have any other ideas? Because I had an I had an idea for another character to produce coffee. <laughs> and 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 speaking of that, um, speaking of that, I had one last idea, but not for my character because I think this is finally a situation in which Margaret doesn't have to do anything magical, doesn't have to do any of that bullshit, can just straight up lecture this dude into dropping some of the smaller tasks. Wisdom? Uh Uh-oh. Charisma? Well, I can't... Well, you just gotta go for it. And with the bonus for being an actual mom, I think. Also, also multitasking is bad. Can Coloratura join in? That's like one of the highest scores we've had. Global hair tonic? It's a musical! Goddamn, I don't think we're gonna get any better than that for this scene. Phil Egg. Hey, uh, hey, Bella. You should... Come join me in the uh, secret world world powers conference hall over here for a second. See the very, very nice. <laughs> Thank you. I'll have a screwdriver. So the way I see it, between my skeletons and your hence almost untapped source of magic, we can extort the archmage pretty fucking hard from now on. Let's check back with him in about 50 years or so and see if he's become completely reliant on these skeletons and then be like, oh, I bet you'd like another taste of that musical magic from 50 years ago, huh? You're an elf and I'm dead. Yeah, elf, dead alliance. (laughs) Hey, just wait 100 years. I got big ideas. Let's... He filled that thing up in like 10 seconds. He was such a liar. Hey, his bottom drawer is full of whiskey. He He came over to the sidebar too. He hasn't actually had fun working in like 800 years. It was Smash Mouth. So so what you're saying is Cream is the Kojima Productions of the Archmage's organization. Oh my god. We cracked it. Come on, don't pull that. You're not a genie. Min, take away his coffee. Is he Scarlet's dad? Let me hit you with this history book. What if all the Archmages ever since the Wizard King have kept the same diary? Well, good thing you don't know about it. You and your... Five finger discounts. Is this his is this his epiphany moment, and or is he going to say that and then be like, "Well, back to work." Was that a bird that just flew in? Does he accidentally say thanks, mom, before catching himself and then going back in time so it never happened? Margaret, am I pronouncing that right? Uh, you better leave now. This is the type of icon of icon die. They are type book. Hey, it's me. I mean, that's basically Nav. As we as we head back to the battle van, I'm going to read to everybody from the necromancy book in a funny voice. Thanks, Chuck. See, skeletons these they when they're not enslaved, they pick things up so fast. Thanks, Chuck. I, I really like I re- I really like that whole scene for the past hour or so. One because it was awesome, and two because the whole the like the whole subtext was like, hey, even if you see a perfect system, there's probably still a way you can improve it, and. Well, I mean, like even not even not even confined to the bounds of tabletop gaming, you know, out there in the real world, listeners, fellow players, if you ever see a system that you think is perfect, you can probably still improve it. You are not irrelevant. Friend, you are not irrelevant. Hell yeah. That's a level up story. Let's all level up to 10. Okay, but that was all pretty good. I'm just saying that whole scene was pretty good. Yeah, Rip didn't didn't leave a lasting impact on the Archmage. It could be fist-shaped. 
I can't believe you made it all the way through that. Just kidding, you skipped to the end to see if there was any other good stuff, didn't you? Well, guess what? There isn't. Bye-bye, Phalanx.